Hey guys, coming up today on Sports Spectrum, Alyssa Brito is our guest, a two-time national champion softball player with the Oklahoma Sooners. She was with Oregon her freshman season in 2021, did okay, hit 299, 10 homers, and then transferred to OU for her sophomore year, hit 368, 14 homers, and she won the Women's College World Series. Last season, in 2023, she was second on the team with a 412 batting average, led the team in doubles, tied for the team lead with 17 home runs. She starred defensively as well at third base with a 960 fielding percentage. She was a unanimous NFCA first team All-American in 2023. And of course, Oklahoma won another national title. So Alyssa Brito has two championship rings. And now this team the Oklahoma Sooners softball program is going for their fourth consecutive national title. Alyssa's hoping to get her third championship ring. Now, a year ago, we featured Oklahoma softball and their program on the cover of our spring 2023 Sports Spectrum magazine. Alyssa was one of four people who were on the cover, and two of those people, Jordy Ball, who transferred to Nebraska, and Grace Lyons, who's graduated, she's now no longer on the program, are not on the team anymore. So this is a little bit of a different Oklahoma Sooners softball team, but Alyssa's excited. That's all I'm going to say. She is excited for this upcoming season and to see what God is going to do with this program. Alyssa has an amazing testimony, which I'm really excited for you to hear about. And I mean amazing. Two and a half years ago, she didn't know who Jesus was. And then she comes to OU and everything changes. Alyssa Brito is coming up in just a moment here on Sports Spectrum. First, I want to remind you about our Sports Spectrum magazine. I mentioned last year's magazine had Oklahoma on the cover and our guest Alyssa Brito. Well, this year, it's a different cover, but it's the same content. It's sports intersecting with Jesus. It's faith-filled, family-friendly, clean sports content with Jesus at the center. How great is that, right? And especially if you have kids or young people that are in your family, in your life, and you want to introduce them to Jesus, maybe they love sports, consider subscribing to the Sports Spectrum magazine. You can get a one-year subscription right now over at sportsspectrum.com. When you check out, use the code PODCAST15, PODCAST15, and save 15% off, an additional 15% off, a really affordable one-year subscription to the Sports Spectrum magazine. It's exclusive to podcast listeners, and I'm telling you, you won't regret getting this magazine. I love this magazine. I love giving it to people. I love having young people read it and, and just not just devour the pictures, obviously, and the graphics, but really read these stories about people like our guest today, Alyssa Brito. It's over at sportsspectrum.com. Again, podcast15 is the code. Save you 15% on the Sports Spectrum magazine. Subscribe today at sportspectrum.com. She is Alyssa Brito with Oklahoma, the Sooners two-time national champion. Hi, Alyssa. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well. It's good to see you again. We crossed paths last year, uh, as I hold in my hand last year's Sports Spectrum cover, um, which is really interesting because two people on this cover are no longer members of the Oklahoma softball program. Mm -hmm. One transferred in Jordy Ball and one graduated in Grace Lyons. I want to talk about that in a moment and sort of 
transitions and changes and new years and new seasons and all that. But I always have to start with Jesus. So let's start with our Lord. Tell me who Jesus is to Alyssa Brito right now. Um, I would say he's my best friend. I've been really working on um, trying to remember constantly that he's present in every single situation. Um, like right by my side, if that makes any sense. But it's this um, idea of him being present in every single moment because I think sometimes I forget. And I mean, we all kind of get caught up in those spaces where we think God's silent, but really it's like, well, are my eyes and my ears open to understanding that the Lord is always near? Um, and I've obviously gone through some things where um, you do get caught up in those moments where you're like, where are you, God? And he's like, I'm sitting right here next to you. I'm taking care of all of it. I'm working for your good. Um, so to me, that's who Jesus is to me right now. Yeah, best friend. That's a great answer. And it makes total sense um, as someone who is also a believer. I was looking on your Instagram page. It's February 27th, 2022, coming up on two mm -hmm. years uh, from that Instagram post that you pinned to your page. It's the day that you were baptized. Can you tell me yes. what was transpiring in your life just a couple years ago that led you to being baptized with your teammates? So um, a little bit of my testimony is, is I didn't grow up in the church um, early on. It was just, I knew who God was. I was like, oh yeah, I know God. I know Jesus. Didn't fully know God and have relationship with him. And so into freshman year at Oregon, obviously, um, and then getting here at Oklahoma, I was seeking God, like God, and I need guidance. And I was like, where do I go from here? Like, how does this look? Like, what am I supposed to do? I was just very um, unaware of like, how, how do I walk with God? How do I know God and become in relationship? Um, so that developed a lot with having conversations with my teammates, Grace Lyons, Riley Boone, like those people, um, constantly asking questions, having conversations in the locker room about the Lord. And then um, that fall, my first year here, my sophomore year, um, I ended up getting saved at a um, campus church event called Crossover. And I get saved there with Riley Boone, and she's there with me. And it was just a beautiful moment, November 9th. I'll never forget it. Like literally bawling my eyes out. But it was just like such a beautiful moment of just like literal chains being released off of me. And I feel weight just being lifted. And it's like, you're free. You're redeemed. Like you have so much freedom knowing that the Lord, um, he chooses you and he's calling upon you. And then um, it was like throughout that fall, I'm like, gosh, when should I get baptized? Like I want to do it. And it's freezing. So usually we do it in coaches like jacuzzi. And she's like, mm, I don't think you're going to want to do it in there because it's like Oklahoma winter. And she's like, yeah, it's going to be tough. I don't know if you'd want to do it then. So was kind of holding it off. And then I really wanted my parents to be there too. So that was something that I was like, oh, I can't do it in Norman if my parents aren't there. So it just worked out perfectly. We're in Palm Springs um, for the Mary Nutter tournament. And we're at our hotel and I'm like, my parents are here. Like this is the perfect opportunity. I'm in California. Um, I'm in where I, I didn't grow up in Palm Springs. Obviously I'm Southern California girl, but I'm in California. My parents are here. Everyone's here. Like Let's just do it right here in the hotel. Um, so we go down the hotel pool and it was just a beautiful moment. Shared my testimony, really credited a lot of the girls and the way that, that God was using them in my journey. Um, and I had Grace Lines there and Riley Boone baptizing me. And the most beautiful thing from that moment, besides obviously coming out of that water and 
everything just being so joyful and having a party in heaven. But seeing um, everyone come together after that moment and getting prayed over, it's such an intimate thing. I think getting prayed over is so beautiful. Um, And so I had all of these hands of people on my team. You had coaches, players. You had people there that didn't necessarily know Jesus, but it was so beautiful that they wanted to be a part of that moment. And like God touched them in that moment, even if they were like, I don't know who God is. They maybe weren't believers, but it's just like in that moment, he brought us all together no matter what. And so to have him a bunch of hands on me, hearing just like the beautiful words of like them praying over me, that was something I'll never forget. And that's kind of what happened that night too. Mm, Beautiful story. You mentioned, you know, there were teammates and others or whoever there that didn't know Jesus. And you were one of those people. And you said, going back to, I think you said it was October when you got saved. What's Mm -hmm. that moment experience like for you? I remember this has been 20, oh my gosh, this year it'll be 23 years that I became a Christian. I was 27 when that happened. You were a little younger, obviously, but still a little bit older. You weren't like one of those kids that, you know, got saved when you were eight, nine years old or whatever. This is something that you made a decision on um, at 19, 20 years old. What was that moment like? And what does it mean when somebody might ask you, Alyssa, when you got saved? Like, I'm sure you've had that question. What does that mean? Um, I think it's funny because I had conversations with Boone and I'm like, I don't know enough. I don't know enough about the Bible. I didn't grow up in the church. I don't know all these things. I don't memorize verses and all these things. And she's like, you don't have to be cleaned up to know Jesus. And she was like, you don't have to come before the Lord and be your perfect self. You'll never be that. And so she's like, you don't have to be cleaned up to come before the Lord. And I think that really opened my eyes to being like, wow. So that is the reason why he's a savior, because we don't need to um, be perfect. Like he already died on the cross for those reasons. And so I think that's what really gave me so much um, freedom and knowing like, yeah, I'm going to get saved tonight. And at that point I was going through a lot of um, just uh, problems with failure and that fall. And it was just a lot of buildup, a lot of like weight on my back. And I was just getting very exhausted with trying to hold all these standards for myself and like these goals. And you get so tired of doing that to where you just like, you're just, you're, you're done. And Um, So I got to a point where I was like, God, I'm going to give it all to you. Like, I'm so sick and tired of trying to control everything in my life. Like, I'm going to relinquish this all to you, lay it before your feet. And it was almost gut wrenching because it was like, I needed it so deeply. And I needed that freedom so much. And I think that is what like, was so cool about that moment is it's like this undescribable emotion you feel when you get saved it's this, it's like the Holy Spirit, it's literally touching you in all the different places in your heart that you were broken. And he's just mending it, mending it, mending it. And like, when people ask me, like, when I was saved, I always tell them, I didn't know God before. I thought I knew who God was like, oh, yeah, God, Jesus, son of God. And I knew all of the information. But I was like, I didn't know God, I didn't have a relationship. I didn't fully entrust him with my entire life and make him my Lord but allow him to also be my savior. Um, And I think that's when I like to explain to people is like, 
that was the moment when it changed for me when he literally said i will take every single broken piece right here that you have broken on your heart and whatever in the future you got and i will mend that for you and i think that's like no one can really describe those emotions i'm sure you felt that before but like no yeah. one understands until you're in it that like gut-wrenching like emotional feeling that the holy spirit puts on you so that was just kind of a gist of what happened that night too yeah. I think of that song, uh, Amazing Grace, and there's a line, mm -hmm. I once was lost and now I'm found. I have yes. to imagine when you hear that line now, you may have heard it before, and I'm sure I did, and it just kind of you know rolls off the tongue like a Christmas carol or something, and you don't even know what you're saying. But when you say that now, when I say that now, I once was lost and now I'm found, it has a deeper meaning for you. Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, it's it's just seeing how much I've grown knowing the Lord and how much joy I have, that's where I was like, wow, I was living. I, it wasn't like I was living this double life, but you really just like God, the way he moves in your heart and the way he changes who you are, you really turn into a different person because you have this different sense of understanding of the world to where you don't, it's not that you don't care, but you know who you're living for. So you can have so much freedom and be fearless and walk around with a set of confidence, knowing like God created me for more and I can find every single thing. I may fail at finding every single positive in every situation, but God will redeem me from every single moment. And I think that's where that line has definitely changed for me because before I, I mean, I wouldn't say, I would say I'm a very joyful person, but it's like my parents have talked to me. They're like, wow like you're just a different kid hmm. and it's not like a bad thing it's just like but this joy that you walk around with you're living differently because you can walk with so much more confidence and I genuinely feel that in my heart where I I can I feel that freedom so much deeper now did you have any inkling when you were making the decision to leave Oregon to Oklahoma that all of this would come into play like talking about Jesus on a on a sports and faith podcast and winning championships, maybe, maybe that was initially the thought, but that this was going to be for a greater purpose. Did you have any idea? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. I've actually talked to my parents. I went back home to California and did a speaking event and it was in California back there. So got to go home and see them, but we were just talking about it in the car and I'm like, gosh, at Oregon, I was, I didn't know where to go and what to do. How do I follow Jesus? How do I be a, a be a good Christian? Like, what do I do? And all these things. And, um, and then I come to Oklahoma and I see people like Grace Lyons talking with so much confidence. And she's just like, I remember thinking like, gosh, I can never do that. Like, she just talks with so much like level headed headedness. She's just so confident. Like, she's up there just doing it. And I was talking to them about it, and I'm like, it's crazy to see that. Never in my wildest dreams that I've ever thought like God would put me on a platform like this to where like people want to hear what I have to say through his work within me. And I just never thought I could communicate that way. I never thought I could have the confidence on a stage and talk in front of people and have a microphone and pray over people. I never would have guessed I would have had like these type of abilities, but genuinely the Holy spirit within these moments and different things like that, giving me the right words to say, I, 
I was seriously, my freshman year self would not have guessed that we'd be here now. Um, but man, am I so thankful for it? Cause coming here, I'm like, Oh, I just want to win a national championship. And then it's like, shoot, you got like double portion. Like God absolutely showed out in so much more. And now he's using you as a vessel with words and with actions and platforms. And yeah, it's so beautiful all that he's done. Alyssa Brito is our guest here on Sports Spectrum, two-time national champion. She's returning, and hopefully it'll be three in a row, or actually four in a row, I guess, if you're really doing the math with (laughs) all of Oklahoma's victories and national titles. You are so full of energy when you're playing. I love watching, the whole team really is, when you guys were winning last year, and I would watch it. I think I watched it even closer than previous years because of the story that we had done on y'all, and I was fascinated with the energy where does that come from? Because some might say, oh, that's cockiness. But I'm like, I talking to these girls, I don't think it's cockiness at all. I think it's just joy and energy that transmits on the field. You want to do the best that you can. Where does that come from for you? I've always been kind of a little fiery, passionate player. Um, but I think just this last year, I just made it a point. Like my word last year was joy. I'm going to play with so much joy and I just pray that people would see joy through me when I play smiling, having a good time. And if slamming bats was that type of joy, I don't know. But the thing is, is on our team, especially we focus on celebrating the little things. So it was never cockiness, never directed towards anyone whatsoever. It was just knowing the game and celebrating the little things and you know, the passion and all of that. It is all because we know we're doing it for the glory of God and that we're getting to be on these beautiful stages that we have dreamt of as kids, but not only just competing for national championships, but we have people watching what we're doing as people outside of the field. And I think that's something that's really touched me. And so I've always told myself I'm going to play with joy like last year, but I'm also going to be passionate and be exactly who I am. And knowing that I'm playing not for the glory from other people and to satisfy these other people. I'm going to play passionately for the Lord. And I, so I feel like that's kind of where my energy comes from. And also when you got people like Jada Coleman and Riley Boone and all of my teammates just fired up, you can't help, but just get excited. And I think because we know the goal in mind is yes, to win a ring, but also to glorify the Lord. Um, help people see Jesus in the way we play with our smiles, our passion and our freedom that we have. Um, I think that's how you get to a point where you don't really care necessarily what's going on without um, on the outside of things. We just care about what's our goal. Like what are we really trying to do here? Um, So that's kind of where that fire and that passion comes from. What's your word for 2024 for this upcoming season? Have you thought about it yet? I've been thinking a lot about being grounded. Mm, um, that's good. I think as a senior, you can get very, I've already caught myself doing it, getting caught up in what's my plan after I graduate? What am I going to do? Like, what's this next fall? And it's like, the Lord's like, Hey, like we still got work to do. You still go to OU. You're still going to go to OU for your masters. But like what, what I have for you this season is very important. Like stay grounded um, and stay um, focused in on that. And I think, so that's kind of my word 
And as these last start to trickle up and trickle down as um, we continue this year, that's something that I really want to do because I don't want to look back and not take a second and be grateful for what the Lord is doing in my life. So that's a good word. No, I think staying grounded is a good reminder for all of us to bloom where we're planted in the moment that we're Mm -hmm. in and the place that we're in right now. Um, There was a moment last year that I have to ask you about in the press conference. I think it was right before the women's college world series games um, where you're up there and your teammates are up there. And there's this press conference that, you know, ESPN is asking questions and others and all these big media outlets. And you were talking about softball as a platform to glorify God. Now I've seen this a few times in different interviews with different people from, from OU's team, but this was different. It felt like, and you sitting up there on that podium during the press conference, is that something you are, you guys, especially all of you who are believers, I don't know every, everybody on the team, they might not all be believers, but is that something for the believers that you just know you're fully aware of now that if you're getting a chance to, to sit on a press conference podium or to have a microphone in your face about softball, that you're going to point to Jesus. Is that kind of just the way it goes now for Alyssa Brito? Yeah, um, it's kind of funny. So walking down these tunnels to the media room and um, it's me, Jada and Grace Lyons. And we're like, all right, guys. And Coach Gass is next to us. And we're like, all right, guys, any opportunity we can get to talk about Jesus today, we're taking it. Like, let's just do it. And it's so funny when that guy asked, how do you keep the joy with all the expectations from the outside world? Mm. And I was like, boom grace go and it was kind of like i could feel like us wanting to all smile at each other because we knew we're like this is what we talked about like the lord was right there listening and here it is like take that opportunity and run with it and so yeah i think every time you're in front of the camera you got an opportunity we definitely seize it and we try to just take it and run with it um and it's so funny i've told people in that moment, genuinely, I prayed prior to that too. And I was like, Lord, just allow the Holy Spirit to give me the right words to say in this interview whenever we get that opportunity. And I can't even really, I couldn't remember what I said. So much so that like, it was like, it was like literally the Holy Spirit completely took over to where I had to watch the video over. And I'm like, dang, I said that? Like, no way that came from me because that had to be. Like that is definitely the Holy Spirit because there's just no way. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. So yeah, we definitely try to take care of those opportunities. No, I love it. I think to be as intentional as possible is what we are called to do as Christians, certainly to be mm. ambassadors for Christ, but on 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 platforms like you're on and opportunities um, to be, you know, in the in the media spotlight from a from a softball perspective, a college softball perspective, I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. Um, we were out there a year ago. I'm looking at the cover of our sports spectrum spring 23 and two members of, of this cover are no longer on your team. So as we talk about this new roster and I know coach gas was probably telling you, we're not playing for four in a row here. We're playing for this season and I totally get it, but you can't deny obviously the domination that's taken place with the Sooners. Um, there's some different faces and there's a new, challenge every single year. Uh, How excited are you to kind of take on that challenge on the field of trying to repeat and and win a third ring for you? Um, Yeah, I think just being a senior, uh, we've been talked to a lot about how these girls are the future. They're the future of this program. So setting that standard, um, kind of under giving them 
an understanding of the ropes and also I think setting good examples as well. Um, and for me, from like a spiritual aspect, um, I'm trying to do my best just like leading people in a way of like by example, because I think that speaks volumes more than anything. Um, the way you treat people, the way you show up every single day, um, your attitude with different things, and obviously openness to conversations when people ask you questions about the Lord. Um, and I think that was something I learned a lot from Grace. Um, just kind of seeing the way she led spiritually for our team is she walked to talk. And then when she had an opportunity to talk to anyone about the Lord on our team, she took advantage of it fully. And I think definitely there will be times when um, we can all do better in different aspects. And that's where it's great that we have so many believers on the team because um, we can all kind of take turns in a way of sharing the gospel and touching these lives of these kids. But yeah, I'm super excited about the 4P and definitely we're just like getting there um, and just this journey. Um, and I think any year is not the same. And it's like you said, it's hard to not look in the rear view, but it's very important to look ahead because every single team is different. And um, we have great talent on this team and I'm super excited. But not only that, but just really great people. Um, and we all just mesh really well. And I just... I love them all, and I'm super excited to see how we transition into this new year. Um, and I know there will be a lot of expectations and stuff, but we just got tunnel vision, knowing our goal, and just keep doing what we're doing. And it's already written. God has our story already written. So I'm excited to see how it all pans out and everything like that. Well, I also feel like this is weird to say, but she kind of went through the same thing last year. I mean, obviously the team's different, but you had one, two at in a row at that time going for a third. And so expectations are high. And when you had won the first and you came in, you know, two years ago, you were trying to repeat and there's expectations placed on teams that have so much success. I feel like you guys not, not saying that it's going to be easy. Obviously it never is. And every year is different, but you've, you've been through this before. And I have to imagine that can help in some ways handling the pressure. Definitely. Um, last year there was just a whole lot of media presence and I think that was something that we were, we learned really well of how to handle outside pressure and really just sticking together and looking to one another over um, looking at a phone, social media post, anything like that. Um, and that was kind of where our motto 20 versus all came in because it's about what us 20 girls are doing because those are the field, the people on the field doing what we're doing. Um, so definitely I think, because we have that mentality already down, we know what it feels like to constantly have the questions about, oh, are we going to four-peat? Are we going to this? Are we going to do that? Um, but because we kind of know as leaders and because there's so many of us um, that are seniors this year that have that experience, um, I definitely think we'll be able to grapple onto those younger ones and just kind of keep them focused in. And then as years to come, they'll have that experience as well. And then we can continue to have that standard of excellence in our program, no matter if we win or not, but we all have that same um, mentality. I'm going to give you a minute to just brag about Sarah Roberts, who is your team chaplain. Um, she connected us and I've known Sarah for years, even before I ever talked to you. Um, and she's just amazing at how she uh, leads so well 
uh, and serve so well, but she, you're there, you're in the trenches and she's there, you know, ministering to you guys and kind of helping you through difficult parts of, of, of life, not just of softball. Uh, go ahead and brag, brag about Sarah Roberts a little bit. Gosh, she's so amazing. Um, it's like the moment I met this lady gave me the biggest bear hug and she was just <laughs> such a mom figure type thing. Yeah. Like, you know, when you just hug someone, sorry, <laughs> you know, when you just hug someone and they just give you that motherly love, gosh, she was, she was that for me. Um, but yeah, she serves us so well, whether that's just like texting in our group chat, how can I pray for y'all and me, uh, one word prayers. And then she'll send us each voice memos of prayers right there with us. And it's like, so such like an intimate act of service to us because you know sometimes you just text and you're really feeling it and to hear someone's voice is different than just to hear like yeah I'm praying for you but for her to take like three to four minutes out of her day and send like each of us a voice memo and we're sitting there listening to her kind words um that just goes to show how much she's willing to dedicate to us and I mean when you see Sarah you see so much joy from the Lord I mean that is her smile, it's so infectious. She's a beautiful and yeah, she's a great person and she's definitely stood so strong with us through everything. Like postseason would not be the same without her. The amount of messages that she gives that just touches us and that we can relate to. I mean, we credit how the Lord works through her and her stories that we touch on, like with Peter and getting out of the boat and Colossians 3.23, like different things like that. The way God uses her as a vessel for us as a chaplain it's given us those little, um, those mottos, those like hand signal things that we do when we get on base, but she's so powerful. She's a force. And I don't think she necessarily recognizes it all the time, but I tell her, I'm like, you're amazing. Yeah. And she's like, okay. Like, she's like, all right, I just want to check in. And <laughs> like, if I'm doing good, I'm like, Sarah, you're literally amazing. But, but she's a great mother. Um, she actually just came out this fall and got to see us. And it's things like that, like her taking the time to come out here, have us over at her sister's house and have us for dinner and for us to just have a Bible study and to intimately worship with her. And Hmm. she's just, she's just a servant heart and she loves on everyone unconditionally. Um, And I'm so grateful for her because there's been a lot of moments when I'm like, can I call you? (laughs) And she's right there and she answers immediately. Um, so I love her so much. Yeah, that's the stuff that people don't see. That's why I like asking the no. question about it because there's we see what's happening on on the field and and you know the the bunt to move somebody over the go from first to third on a single. We see all that and that's great. We see the home runs and the passion, but you don't see kind of behind the scenes that there's a lot of people like Sarah Roberts, like Coach Gasso, so many others that are pouring into you to help you be the best version of yourself. Uh, the best follower of Christ that you can be. That's why I love kind of going behind the scenes a little bit, peek behind the curtain, uh, Alyssa, to see people like Sarah and how she how she helps you. Let me ask you real quick. Sarah reminded me, or you mentioning about Sarah reminded me to ask you, because two years ago, you're not thinking about this, but maybe two and a half years ago, but now you are, is ministry something that you just see yourself doing the rest of your life? Um, it's funny because I feel like my career plans have changed drastically. Um, but I am pursuing a master's in counseling, but honestly, 
I've told so many people I want to go into ministry. Like when I talk about Jesus, I feel so filled. Like the Lord walking out of a room with other believers and just talking about Jesus, it it literally breeds life. Like, and I love that feeling walking out and just being like, God, thank you so much for putting me in those positions, those rooms where we just have good conversation about you. Because honestly, that's like, to me, that's fellowship and that's a testament to who he is friendship and like connecting with one another. And every time we just talk about him, it's like you're glorifying him in each and every single moment. Um, so I have really grown to love speaking about the Lord. Um, I love to serve people like that's something that I would love to do, whether that's overseas, um, college athletes, like being able to have these opportunities, these last couple, years and communicate with others and hear stories and just see the way God works. I've just fell in love with it so much. I love it. That's awesome. Can't wait to see what the Lord does in in that realm uh, down the road. All right. Last two questions. These are kind of fun, kind of what's been on your mind lately questions with the Bible and with worship. So as far as a Bible verse goes, what's one that you've been kind of thinking about and meditating on lately? Um, so definitely with joy, Nehemiah eight ten. do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And then, yeah. um, my favorite worship song, like my friends are like, how many times are you going to have this playing all the time? <laughs> but it's in the room by Maverick city. I love how long the song is and her testimony in the middle is just beautiful. Talking about how, um, it says how depression is a form of rejection, but God is with you right there in the pit, whether like you're making your bed in hell and like different verses like that, like God is always near. Um, and I just love thinking about the Lord's presence in every single moment. Cause I think like how freaking cool is it that he's omnipresent in everything? Like, I don't know. It blows my mind, but I know it's just, it's one of those things where that song just gets me every time. And I just love her testimony within it because every single person has felt that at one point that's so funny so. you probably never listened to a worship song until you even got to oklahoma is that fair to say i mean i would listen to the the general ones that everyone knows but sure. gosh like <laughs> ever since i've been here i like only play gospel music honestly yeah. that and country those yeah. are my two that's your jams. I love it. Well, she is Alyssa Brito. I'm excited because the season is upon us just about, and you're going for four in a row for the team. You're going for three in a row for you. Uh, another ring. I mean, you guys are running out of fingers for rings. I mean, this is kind of crazy, Alyssa, but it's awesome to watch. Uh, you got a fan here in Bristol, Connecticut, cheering you guys on and look forward to the upcoming season and just really appreciate you uh, coming on Sports Spectrum and sharing your story. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys so much for having me. I had a blast. And many thanks to Alyssa Brito for being our guest today on Sports Spectrum. It was awesome talking to her. There's so much good stuff that she had in there. You would not know that this young lady was not a Christian three years ago. That's what I love about the Oklahoma Sooners program. Like, obviously, they're dominant on the field. They are. They're going for four in a row. I mean, that's domination. But there's something really unique and special that's brewing in this culture in Norman, Oklahoma, in this softball program that sees people like Alyssa Brito come as a transfer from Oregon and her world is rocked by the gospel, 
right? Rocked by Jesus. And now she is one of the spokespeople on this team living out her faith in God. I mean, how about living a grounded life in 2024? That's her word, grounded, right? And just staying right where her feet have planted her and controlling what she can control. And I love what she said about Sarah Roberts, her team chaplain, a special shout out to Sarah and certainly the teammates that she's had, Grace Lyons in the past and Riley Boone and Jordy Ball and all these people that have helped her on her journey and who are still there right now doing great things. Uh, It's just awesome to see what's already happened with the Oklahoma Sooners program, but what's going to happen with this Oklahoma Sooners program as well, this softball program. And Alyssa Brito, who was a first-team All-American last year, a two-time national champ, and we appreciate her joining us here today on Sports Spectrum. You can find us at our website, sportspectrum.com. If you're looking for content, if you're looking for devotionals, if you're looking for podcasts, if you're looking for stories from athletes and others in the world of sports who are living a life filled with the gospel, filled with the Holy Spirit for Jesus, go to sportspectrum.com. That's where all of our content can be found. Of course, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or Apple, hey, make sure you hit that follow button or that subscribe button so that you don't miss any more episodes of the Sports Spectrum podcast here in 2024 as the Lord opens up another opportunity soon for another conversation here on the Sports Spectrum podcast. Please join us then. And until then, we will see you guys next time here on the show. Have a great rest of your day.